0: Welcome to today's episode on Life in the Front Office. I'm your host, Jay Kirschman. I've got my guest and Lindsey Broom today on the Sports Biz Camp series, uh, episode number five here. Uh, Lindsey, we're going to talk a little bit about your path into the industry. And then, you know, we were talking with Kevin on on the podcast as well and and his role at Google is, you know, there's always things to do outside of sports as well, right? You get in, you get out, you get in. Um, So we'll talk a little bit about those transition periods. Um, and what you've learned kind of throughout that process. So welcome to the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. So the question we like to start off with is what did you want to do in high school?
1: When I was in high school, I wanted to be Jerry Maguire. That was the dream. Show me the money. Show me the money. That's what I thought I was going to do. And then I went to college and realized you have to go to school for a longer time to be a lawyer if you really want to be an agent. And I didn't want to do that at all.
0: So when, when you watch the movie Jerry Maguire, and, and this is probably classic for like, you know, a couple people is they see what Jerry does and they think sports agent, and you know, it's, it's one of those things that if you ask a kid, like, what do you want to do? And they want to say they want to be a sports agent, right? Because they want to manage players. It's not that easy.
1: No. And I think for me, it was that with the movie, it was the first time that I ever realized that because I... I I liked sports, I enjoyed enjoyed sports, but I'm not really an athlete in that way. So it was the first time that I saw something and I was like, oh, I can be in sports without being on the court or on the field or any Mm -hmm. of that stuff. And so it was more of, no, I didn't really know what it was. It was just an introduction to the other side, that there was another side. I didn't know that that existed. So it was more about, like, yeah, I wanted to be Jerry Maguire, but really, I just wanted to be something that had to do with sports.
0: Yeah. Well, and right now, you're a category manager at, at Food Buy, which we'll get into in a little bit, uh sushi expert, but um, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about your, your first, you know, uh, foray into sports, your first experience.
1: Yeah, so when I was in college, I have a sports management degree from West Virginia University, and I didn't really know, like... You're supposed to do internships. People would say that, but I didn't know what that meant because I didn't have any exposure to that. None of my friends were doing it. I did I just didn't know. And so I my senior year I wrote a paper on Bob Johnson. I can't even remember why I wrote that paper, but it was like a really lengthy paper and he was, you know, really integral part in me moving to Charlotte because I, Bob Johnson owned the Bobcats and Bob Johnson was a reflection of me as an African American woman, as an African American person in the most successful position that I could imagine in the world of sports where he Mm -hmm. owned the team it was his. And so I wanted to move to Charlotte. I thought I would, oh, I'm here. Here's my resume. I'm going to get this job. And it's going to be that simple. Like, hi, I wrote a paper about you. (laughs) No, and it took me a while. Like, I was naive to assume that it was that simple, but also I I made the move, kind of took a leap of faith that it would work out. And it took a long time because I didn't know anybody in Charlotte. And then I went to grad school at UNC Charlotte. And when I was in the MBA program, they started a sports MBA program. I moved over to the sports MBA program and was like, no, this is what I want to do. Like, I want to work in sports. I want to be part of this. I thought I wanted to do community relations, but I wasn't really sure. I just wanted sports is such a fulfilling thing to watch, but all to participate in and what it gives to people who I don't know. I feel like people look for hope in it, right? Like,
0: yeah, there's no other place you can get a hundred thousand people to conjoin, you know, join yeah. on, on a Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, and
1: there's just like so much passion. And I wanted to be a part of that, and so I was in grad school, and. We had, the program doesn't exist anymore, but at the time, we had 13 or 14 different organizations that were partnered with the school, and each organization had an internship that was the last piece. The last six months was an internship, and I, Bobcats was one of those opportunities, and it felt like a very full circle moment for me. However, the Bobcats opportunity was an unpaid internship, and it was but it was what i wanted to do like it was when i graduated from grad school the market was not great sports was in a terrible position and you know the, they had just let go of a bunch of people at the bobcat so they couldn't afford to pay somebody but they had, there was a lot of opportunity to do some things because mm-hmm. they didn't have anybody else and so i really wanted to do it but i i couldn't afford to work for free i had i was a graduate assistant and then i also had a retail job that I was working, and our graduate program was full-time. It wasn't a part-time graduate program. It was a full-time graduate program. And so I couldn't afford to quit one of my jobs to take this job, but it was, like, the job that I moved to Charlotte for. And I right. moved to Charlotte in 2005, and this was in 2009. So it was, like, it was four years coming. Like I and, need... and we're
0: going, like, right through the recession. You yeah. Know, and, and, like, what are you going to do? What,
1: yeah, like, but I need, like, this was what I came here for. And so... I was lucky enough to have someone in my life that said basically you're worth this and you deserve this and I'm gonna write you a personal check so that you can fulfill your dream like this is what you came here for and I think it's it that's why I'm here with sports biz camps because I'm a recipient of somebody taking a chance and providing me with something that I otherwise wouldn't have and the program that I was in the other people that were in my cohort there were quite a few of them that could afford like they weren't working when they were in grad school you know I'm not other people's situations are not my business and Mm -hmm. there's no judgment there but there were people that could afford to take a free internship and if I didn't have this person who was willing to say and it wasn't a family member you know like that wasn't an option for me either and so if I didn't have this person who was willing to say like I need to help level this playing field for you I would have never had an opportunity in sports ever and that was like a really pivotal moment in my life of like oh well wait somebody's willing to invest in me so I'm gonna work really hard you yeah. know and I'm gonna put in the time and I'm gonna do everything that I can do to prove that I deserve to be here
0: yeah no that's incredible I mean you think about um All the opportunities that do exist out there but then for some that that aren't able to to just simply pick up move across the country to do it or whatever it might might be Um, you know at that point in their life right they just can't pursue their dream Um, but here you are you know able to do that because someone else afforded you the chance and and then you take that and you run with it so Bobcats for six months and then you go to food Lion. You know, manage some of their partnerships. Um, on the other side, make your way to GMR, um, which is a, a sports agency in Charlotte, and we're there for a while. Tell us a little bit about that experience.
1: Yeah, so my time at, at Food Lion, it was in, it was my first quote unquote corporate job, but I had the opportunity to work on the CIAA basketball tournament because they were a partner, and that was my job was to manage help manage that relationship. And so, an opportunity opened up at GMR on the Lowe's account managing their multicultural marketing efforts mm-hmm. um and so part of that was ci and i worked on the ci basketball tournament for nine years like through both roles for nine years and it was you know understanding that this is a conference just like other conferences exist but it also in a similar not in a similar way but it also has like people look at it a little bit differently because it's all historically black colleges and universities and mm-hmm. so Some people feel like, well, you know, that doesn't deserve the same record, whatever it is. Like, it just, it feels a little bit other based on, you know, when I worked on ACC basketball tournaments and things like that. But through my time at GMR, I was able to kind of bring some visibility to that four lows and their understanding. And I think showing them that sports are sports, right? Like, and the passion that people have about sports. So it wasn't just Seattle I Also worked on you know soccer partnerships for the his like trying to reach the Hispanic community and just different ways to reach different groups of people through the things that they're passionate about. Like that's what sports partnerships, in my opinion, are all about: is finding a a connection. Like what do we both kind of agree on and where like a starting point for a conversation. Yeah. That maybe otherwise wouldn't have had, and so my time at GMR was you know, you work really hard when you're at an agency, your job is to meet the needs of the client. Like that is not, at least for me, that was my job is, and also educate them on, you know, what we're trying to do, what we could do, but meet the needs of the client. And now that I'm in my new role, which has, you know, it's, it's totally different world. I'm a category manager at a food service company and procurement. My, I still have that, like meet the needs of the client. Like and, and the team mentality of we're all working towards something, working at an agency was really important in understanding that, especially when you have a big idea, you can't do it by yourself. Like, right. a lot of people need to do a lot of things in order for anything to happen. And yeah. that, like, I've really carried with me a lot.
0: Well, I mean, you think of, like, even if you think you have the greatest idea, right, you're going to go to someone to tell them about the idea to kind of almost uh, qualify your idea, right? And then you're going to figure out, okay, who are the people that can help you to get it done? Because there's probably some skill sets and and experience that people have that can ultimately, you know, help you achieve what you want to get to.
1: Yeah, and that, I mean, I really loved... My time at gmR I really, really loved it, and it was a lot of it was because of the collaboration towards a similar goal, you know, yeah. like we're all working towards a goal, and yeah, you need people to bounce your ideas off of you also need people to qual help you in your thought process to help you qualify your ideas, like did you think of this thing and sometimes. You can be in a situation where you have a big idea and that's good enough. Like, it's a big idea. It's different. It's new. That's good enough. And then it's like, but I'm I'm a very practical person of like, but how do we do it? Right. And once it's done, especially from a... Like, th- there's so much noise, right? Like, in sports, there there's the game. I'm here for the game. I'm not here for your signage. I'm not here for... You know what I mean? Like, right. those are ancillary things that... Are that I subconsciously am, am consuming. Right. That's not what I'm here for. So how can I create meaningful touch points when we're in a situation where, like the start, like I was saying, like the start of our conversation or yeah. a similar interest? How do I create meaningful touch points so that you know that I have similar interests of you and that I, you know, I as a brand. Sure. Can f- help fuel your interest.
0: Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about the brand piece and that. Um, you know, you mentioned you and I were talking, and you mentioned that you kind of you didn't really think about the whole sports world until twenty two, twenty three, and you, you got started. Um, you have to build your own brand, right? Like you yeah. have to build who you're about. Obviously, um, you, know, you you somewhat associate yourself with the logo of the team that you're with, right? So when you're working with the Bobcats, you're probably Um, you know business card everything like that's who you are and then you go to the brand side and like you are the brand right so how how do you make those transitions with associating yourself like from the team to the brand to the agency where then the agency you got to then put the brand hat on and the agency hat on and like you I mean you got like five different business cards at that point
1: yeah I mean it's a it's a it's not an easy skill I don't think that the expectation should be that anybody just inherently knows how to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I just view things from the point of what is, what every conversation, every meeting, what are we trying to accomplish? What are we? Whatever room I'm in, what are we collectively trying to accomplish? And if yeah. what we are trying to accomplish, I'm part of we. Like, I I think that that's the, like, that's, I'm just part of we, whatever that we is, mm-hmm. but also understanding that If we're trying to accomplish as the brand, meeting the customer where they are through a partnership, I also am not going to compromise who I am as just a person in my integrity to be like, oh, well, I'll do anything for the brand. I'm not going to do anything for the brand. It's also my job to sometimes call out when things don't make sense, you know? And I think having the experience of the property, the brand, and the agency. Yeah. You can see how all the pieces have to work together and when you when I see things that work, I know that it's because all three people were willing to put their personal or not their personal but like they're willing to put the cause of the outcome or you know what they're working towards over my agency is the best agency or my brand is you know what I? it's just it's yeah. the ego when you put your ego aside a little bit and I mean that from a corporation standpoint when you're willing to accept that somebody might know more than you and let people do their jobs that they're good at you can see it like you can see when that happens.
0: Well, it's, it's that piece. And then it's also aligning the brand and your job with your own personal values too. Yeah, right? absolutely. Like yeah, you, you have to make sure that those two align. Otherwise it's going to be probably pretty hard to get things done. I would think.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. You have to have a similar goal, you know, like you have to be the only things, the only way things work is if everybody's working towards a goal.
0: Right. So. Let's wrap this up in, in talking a little bit about the mission. I know, um, you know, obviously, you've got a great story in, in uh, you, how you got to the Bobcats and, and just picking up and moving to Charlotte and figuring it out, quote-unquote, right? Um, what can some of the high schoolers learn early on that even if they, you know, when Vince and I were talking he's just like, you know, if we can just at least get them to think about it, right. They don't have to act on it necessarily, but just like that thought to start them thinking early. What's that one thing that they could probably start thinking about early um, and why you're involved with sports biz camps?
1: So I'm in an interesting position because I have a 16 year old who went through sports biz camps last year and he is a 16 year old boy. Like he, they're, you know, you, you only know what you know at 16 right. and he had never he, he's in, he's interested in sports He realized that that's not going to be a thing that he like that's not going to be his job But I just wish that kids that were coming up just were exposed to what the options are mm-hmm. because He had talked about like he knew there were sports writers and so he had talked about that, but he doesn't write like he's not you know he doesn't that's not something that he does but he thought well I'm not going to play a sport but I'll figure out how to be a writer this was before we went to sports biz camps like he just didn't know that there were all these different options well it's
0: like you watching Jerry Maguire thinking you could be a sports agent but you you didn't I mean
1: no but I thought I can be if I want to work in sports basically I have to be Jerry Maguire right and his is you know he watches you know he loves the starter starters that used to be you know those types of things and he thought well I'll either write about sports or I'll talk about sports and that's the option and so him having exposure to all these different facets and I mean I've worked in sports and I would try to explain to him but you only listen to so much of what your parents say because what do they know they don't know anything like we don't know anything you know and so him being exposed to that he's now only looking at colleges in a sense of what do their athletic departments look like? Or what do their sports management programs look like? They Now he understands that there's a, there's multiple paths and you don't necessarily have to say, I want to be a sports writer, but you can say, I want to be in this industry. Right. So what fits me? And I wish that more high school students, and that is why I'm here. That is why I will devote as much time as I can to sports biz camps. And I will scream it from the rooftops of, there's a lot of kids that, don't have... I mean, my son's lucky because I... He has exposure not just to me, but to all of the people around me. Right.
0: People that you know.
1: People yeah. that I know. My network is also his network. And that is a privilege that a lot of people don't have. Mm-hmm. Like, he got to go to sports biz camps because of the my network. You know? so And, and that... Even though he's been... Like, it, the more exposure that, they, that kids can have... Yeah. The better off they are. So, I... Yeah believe in this mission a hundred percent from a recipient of somebody taking a chance on me right as well as a mother a stepmother of a 16 year old who didn't know and now they know so I could, right. like it works yeah you know
0: no I get it um, and appreciate your time your effort your energy and and thanks for being on the podcast
1: thanks for having me Absolutely. this is really fun
0: yeah